If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Record! Rock and roll! Welcome to Throttled Motherfucking Adventures, people! (laughs) Holy shit. Now, we'll get into our regularly programmed program with Cappy. He's going to introduce it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to the throttled adventures podcast and now your hosts cody and chappie hello and welcome to throttled adventures i'm chappie and cody is here with me again for another episode it's like episode 33 i think I know. I've never worked this steadily in my fucking life. What the hell is going on, Chappy? I don't know. It's You got me to show up to work 30-something times in a row. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, and I'd just like to uh, thank everybody that's been listening. Over the last six weeks, our listening has doubled. What? Yes. Oh, God. There's twice as many people over the last six weeks, so... I'd like well, to thank, thank you. everybody that's tuning in. We love invading we, new ear holes. Yes, we appreciate it immensely. So we've got a, a trip planned coming up very shortly. Well, somebody does. Somebody. Somebody's planned it. Huh. Somebody's just planning on going. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the difference here. <laughs> But, I mean, we have, I mean, you've done some research as well. Yes. yes. I know you have. So, um, but, I figured that this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about uh, planning a trip. Because although we w- would love to do it, um, just walking out to the bike and throwing your leg over and taking off for a week or two or even two days, it's just not feasible. It's You just... Well, if you want to know how that turns out, just watch uh, Two Wheels in a Tent videos and you'll see how that turns out. <laughs> Sometimes referred to as Two Wheels in a Dent, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> depends who you ask. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but Chappie's right. I mean, it's good to plan. Now, I'm going to caveat that right off the bat with plan to your heart's content. That's a good thing. 
just remember some things aren't going to go according to plan sometimes. No. And I, and I don't just mean planning as in having all your ducks in a row. This is exactly what's going to happen. But like, you don't just, I mean, you seem to live more free spirit, spirit of the moment. Uh, Spontaneous. Than, yeah. Yeah. Than most people. But I'm sure you still don't just walk out to your bike and take off. No, I do that maybe once a year. Right. Um, usually it doesn't end well. Sometimes it's great, though, because it's like going to a movie you haven't seen the trailer for. So you're not really expecting either a good movie or a bad movie. So whatever happens is kind of cool. But I would not suggest like doing that for like seven days. Right. <laughs> But the point I was trying to make was if you just make up your mind right now, you're going to leave and walk out and get on your bike. You could be leaving something behind. A very good chance. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, even though you may make up your mind that you're going to go somewhere, but you still take the time to plan and make sure that you've, I mean, that's still planning. I mean, if we Making consider sure that, that planning, then I am a definite planner because my wife says that I pack and unpack at least 10 times before every trip. Right. Well, there you go. I mean, that that's still planning because you're planning on taking the things that you need with you and you're making sure that you have all that. Yep. That's, I mean, there's different stages of planning. There's yeah. uh, planning every mile. There's planning, you know, um, when the wife and I did trips, I planned a, a route, a general route, and I had an idea of what we wanted to do. But then, like you said, adventure happens. Like on the way home, we wanted to follow the old highway, which is Route 20 from Buffalo East. How'd that go? Well, we kind of lost our way for a little while, even though we were following the GPS. Didn't tell us to turn. We went straight and... You know, I think we've told that story before. Yeah. It just it was a good adventure. Telling, telling me to turn, 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 turn around. Do you remember when GPS first first came out? It would always say something like uh, "recalculating" Re- or "rerouting." Yeah. <laughs> yes, and my favorite uh, thing of that is the mayhem guy sitting there leaning up against the dash. Turn right now. <laughs> and the I guy love turns into a parked car. <laughs> Mayhem like me. <laughs> oh, and he laughs. Yeah, those commercials are awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so like the making sure you have everything. Um, it's a good idea to have like a, a pack list. I mean, if you've yes. done it enough times, like you have, um, that pack list could be mental. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with writing it down or having it on your phone. Um, and even then, like, I'm not saying that I've traveled and done a lot, but I mean, I try to do it as often as I can. And I kind of get a spider sense, tingly, like knowing I'm forgetting something, mm. but haven't done it often enough to know exactly what that is right off the show. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, packing so list do you- is great. Do you have it on your phone or? I do have it on my phone most of the time in my head. I've even got it to where I know what's in what bag. 
Um, well, that's pretty good. And that's changed, you know, I'll do a trip and then get back and take a note and be like, man, it was really pain in the butt when I just wanted, uh, I don't know, my toothbrush. And it was in the very bottom of this, you know, and just kind of take notes as you go. But right. In general, if you have everything, then you're good. And if you forget something, most people can stop and buy a toothbrush or, you know, yeah, you, you don't want to forget. Like you don't want to forget your toolkit or something that might cost hundreds of right, dollars. Right, or your GoPro. Yeah, or your GoPro or it's GoPro not like, charger. <laughs> yeah, like if you're out in the middle of nowhere, it's not like you can stop at the nearest pine tree and say, hey, I'd like to purchase a GoPro, please. Yeah. And I bet, whether it be on motorcycles or cars or airplanes, whatever, all of us can think of a story where we were traveling and we ended up having to go way out of our way to get something that broke or we lost or, you know. Or forgot. Yeah, or forgot the dog ate, whatever it is. Hmm. It seems, at least for me, that whatever that is is semi-special. So you can't just pick it up at the convenience store. You know. Right. Although the convenience stores uh, have a lot more shit now than when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, but the trip that we're planning is going through backcountry. So we're going to be far away from big civilization. We're going through small towns. That's the whole idea behind the BDRs is they take you out of the way. These small towns that don't see a lot of tourists. Um, but there's things to see it there. Yeah. And I'm trying to find all my old relatives and, uh, my family tree. That's why we're going around the back countries. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, in, 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 I think um, we're going to be headed through like McCoy and Hatfield oh, country. <laughs> I think, I think I'm related to one or the other. It's just, I love yeah, guns. Well. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. I hate you, rabbit. I hate you. Two guns was one was just not enough, man. (laughs) Stop that army talk. We're in the navy. (laughs) And uh, I mean, I'm a little excited. It's it's the birthday of independence today. While we're recording this, it is, and we're hoping that uh, no fireworks. So. if there is a blast of fireworks that go off, uh, just I'm just going to repeat. I'm just going to repeat what I said before, and we'll cut that out. <laughs> but other than family members, like uh, there's small small businesses and stuff, and the backcountry discovery route's really cool. About we need to infuse them, they say, with cash because if the gas station isn't there, sometimes it's 150 miles between gas stations. <clears throat> we need those gas stations there so absolutely and they need our business because not a lot of people come through right um and you know uh, a lot of people on the backcountry discovery routes carry a canister or you know a small amount of fuel or something like that just in case yeah just in case somebody starts lipping off to me coming into my campground like they did this weekend and i can just spill it on them and pull my lighter out and tell them do you really want to camp here next to me <laughs> oh, I got some stories for oh. you, my lord. <laughs> Sounds like you had an interesting weekend, Cody. We certainly did. I this one involves Squatch. He came up the second day. 
and Abby and my wife. And I was holding down the camp because, you know, I got there before everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. like you should do on a holiday weekend if you want to camp. Right. If you don't have reservations. So while I was waiting, about 50 cars pulled up into my camp spot. Can we camp here? No, you can't. I'm camping here. Right. But uh, then in the evening last night, one of the strangest human beings I've ever met, he just didn't seem like the left ear and the right ear connected through the middle. I don't know how to explain it. Kept asking us if we had a big group up there. Then he tried to come show Squatch a picture of a moose on his phone. Come up. Hey, do you want to see my moose? <laughs> Squatch is like, no. I don't know no, what that means. Your zi- but keep I don't, your zipper I don't, closed. I don't want to see keep it. your zipper closed. Now, <laughs> to preface this, we're in a forest, an aspen tree forest, you know. There's trees everywhere. Right. This guy has to hammock camp two feet from Squatch's truck. (laughs) Was that another designated site or? No. It was just two trees by our site. (laughs) And because we had the women there, you know, we just tried to, tried to, I mean, it kind of worried me, honestly, but. The wife told me I can't pull out any Yosemite Sam weapons and go talk to the gentleman in a no, no constructive manner. Sams. She said, no, that would ruin our trip. So <laughs> just yeah, be respectful. You might have had the ranger in there shortly afterwards because somebody went and complained. Yeah. No, it's just, I mean, just just be respectful. I don't know what it is. I can park at the end of a parking lot, like on my bike. Like, I'll walk a mile to get into the store just so that I'm not parked by people. And the parking lot can be fairly empty. And I'll come out, and inevitably, some somebody has parked right next to me. <laughs> hmm. It's like, I don't know. They wanted to get a close-up look at your bike. Possibly. And if they ask, I'll, I'll happily show them. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's, uh trying to uh, make a list of things that you need to bring with you. Not of your nice? Um, Check it twice. Not of your nice. Uh, if you're going to do a BDR, uh, you can head over to throttledadventures.com and check out the resource tab. There is a BDR packing list put together by Touratech. The yes. link to their page is on our website. Um, <clears throat> it's a great it's resource. A, yeah, and it's not easy to find if you go to their website. No, it's not. <clears throat> I found it through the BDR by accident once, and then I like saved it to my favorites because it was such right. a pain to find. But it's a great resource. Uh, on my bike, I could not take everything on that list, but it's a great list to make sure you don't forget anything. You can check off what you need. Right. Yeah, and I mean, it's a comprehensive you know, if you were going to bring the kitchen sink type of thing. Um, hopefully you're going to be going with a couple of people and you can break some of that stuff down. Um, you all want to carry your own toolkits, but like one person brings the kitchen, one person maybe brings the food, and then one person brings 
you know, something else that's not needed, you know. Well, we'll have to everybody. we'll have to break up those things after we uh, meet up with Jay because he didn't approve of those. They are not Jay approved. Yeah, not bringing any of those. Oh, good. Uh, the only slender tube I'm going to be bringing is my tire pump. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, my buddy Hollywood, we talked about him last week. He went up mm. to me. He sent me another care package. A care pa- Oh, Jesus Christ. And slender tubes? Well, I think Fun when the, the conversation I think this conversation went something like this. I'm sending you a big black dildo in the mail. <laughs> and I I just I just, you know, I just let it slide. I'm like whatever, dude. You know, we're just joking around. I open up the package and it was this very long black uh, cylindrical GoPro selfie. Oh, <laughs> so I called him. Thanks for the thanks for the care package. He said, "I told you I was sending you a big black something." GoPro <laughs> selfie. Well, this is like serious. I mean, you could like beat somebody with this thing. It's it's robust. <laughs> That's crazy. So thank you, Chris. But yeah, there'll be no toys. Yeah, no, no toys. When you're planning your trip, here's something that I have learned over my camps. When my phone says I have one bar or LTE, one bar, I can like get to Google, start to type in something, and that's as far as it goes. So if you need internet, plan maybe staying where there might be check it out before you go i mean part of the reason i like to go is to not have service but some people need yeah, it so let's throw that in there. ahead of time yeah also john john uses a thing called a booster like plug it into his uh car charger 12 volt or whatever apparently it's supposed to boost your signal i don't know if that works or not but uh, they can, but I mean, if you don't have a signal or not much of one, it's, if you're going to boost a half a bar, you might get a, a bar, you know? Yeah. So so um, that's just one thing that's overlooked, I think. Yeah, and I've I've had voice service and not uh, data service, too, because mm-hmm. you got to remember that's separate. Yeah. And I've had it just the opposite, too. Yep. But um, Sometimes you along can get and, texts out and you can't call or... You- you know, but. Right. But riding along on the Beamer, it shows me like uh, the cell service, not the data service. So like I've seen it where there's like two of the five bars are up there, but the music won't play. Because I don't have the 4G. I've got just, you know. You know what they should do? So. They should throw that old sign that us old people remember. Remember the sand uh Hourglass. Oh, the hourglass, yeah. When the internet was loading. <laughs> yeah. I should just throw that up there for you. Now they got like a little circle. Yeah, I just I just decided I download my playlist. I've got eight hours worth of music on my phone. And I've also got an iPod with over a hundred hours worth of music. So I just listen to podcasts lately. Yeah. Some of ours. 
Yeah, I I played uh, the, the podcast with the wife yesterday, and it was our Bob anniversary. Cherie? Bob Sherry, Bob Sherry. Yes. Oh, hi, Bob Sherry! Happy anniversary! Right. I played her your little song. <laughs> Hopefully, you're still married. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay, it's good. only been a day though. So, congratulations! <laughs> that was brave. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Did you plan that trip? Since we're talking about trip planning, Uh, plan your anniversary, whatever. Well, it's been thunderstorms, rainy, and like 50, 40 and 50 degrees here this weekend. So it's been kind of crappy. Yesterday, we went to a family picnic that we have every year on the 4th of July, Saturday. Ah. so, uh, my mother and my Karen? stepfather, yes. Hi, Karen. Came. My mother and stepfather came up from Arizona for the picnic. Arizona, um, why didn't you tell me? I could have just threw the 701 on and saved a bunch of time and money. Just because I said Karen one time truck. in an episode. Jeez. No, that's, <laughs> I mean, Arizona isn't terribly far from me. So Tucson. That, that's got to be uh, quite a ways. Did they fly yeah. or drive? They drove Ooh. from Tucson, which is uh, like on the Mexican border. Not far from it. There's no such thing. What? There's no border. I can brap across. I saw it with Tim. I could literally jump my 701 over the, the fence down at the Arizona BDR. It was interesting because I was like, it was about waist high. There hmm. might have been some barbed wire at the bottom. I don't know. But just from what I had heard growing up, I thought it was going to be like this Berlin Wall, right? And it was literally like uh, tree branches like in an X <laughs> tied together with like barbed wire or something. It was, it was not what you would picture if you had never seen it. <laughs> And Mm -hmm. I didn't, we didn't have any trouble. Um, We did see a couple like border crossing guards and they just waved. We sat and ate lunch and a drone hovered above us. That was weird. I bet. Tim's like, Hey, they know your identity. They know where you live. They know what's inside your motorcycle panniers right now. I'm like, shut up. You're making me paranoid. (laughs) So they know that you're getting. A cold water weenie. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's hope we don't have droves on this trip. <laughs> no, we're going out into Hatfield McCoy area. Yeah, like the. Can we? Can we just plan a day? I know you've only got so many. Can we just, if we find some moonshine? Moonshine. You can. It can turn you blind for a day. I hear so. We might need to plan in a little, a little recovery day. Like I'm, I'm taking right now because the kids came up and they threw out a challenge. It involves something called Jameson or something. I, I don't. Jameson's know. Irish whiskey. I guess. Let me tell you what. You don't pour a full cup when you drink like once a year, like I do. Oh yeah, no. You don't. You don't it's grab the solo shot. cup or whatever they're called. Yeah. You don't fill it up to try and impress the children. No. <laughs> Slept really well. 
<laughs> no, a shot, of, a shot of whiskey is equal to a whole beer <laughs> or a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cody. You know. It's funny. No, but um, uh, some places they have like legalized moonshine. You can actually buy it in the store. When we're down there, if you feel the need, maybe we'll grab a small bottle and when we get to camp, we can have toast a the day. Yeah. Yeah. Toast the day and pass out and wake up in the morning. Sounds good to me. I mean, hopefully don't get me no wrong, bears people. in a tent. Yeah. No bears in a tent. It's going to be your tent because I'm going to smear peanut butter on your side of the tent. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's just. Amanda said no food in the tent, man. That's right. I'll, I'll do it on the outside. You know, no food in the tent's a real thing. Like, I had to hear that because sometimes, like, I don't know, Reese's Pieces sound freaking great at one in the morning when I wake up. Oh. Or whatever. You know? Yeah. Take it out to the picnic table. Yeah, well. I, I Once I'm in my tent, I hate to get out. I mean, we all know you got to pee. Sometimes I do the Gatorade bottle trick. That's That's a pro tip. Also take some practice, okay? So beware if you're going to try that pro tip. You don't want that <clears throat> funneling back into your tent. I just wanted to give a shout out to K-Rod. Hydro Flask. Yes. Sweet. He had these on his one of his videos recently. So planning. This fits right into it. Planning. These things here. He lives in the desert. Yes. In Nevada, he goes out into the middle of the desert. What he does is he loads these things with ice, and then he's got ice so he can have cold water. I got two of these 40-ounce, and I got a smaller 20-ounce that actually has a twist so you can sip out of it. Figure. Oh, you got a sippy cup like Joe? Not a sippy cup, you jackass. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, he had them on the thing, so I, I started to research them. And I found Dick Sporting Goods. Of course he did. Of course. Had Jay, yellow. this is not going to meet your approval right now, I can tell you. You went to Dick's and bought a yellow cylinder yep. to put fluids in. Three that of better, them. That better be lemonade, bro. No, is we're going to be able to put ice in it. So did you get those to match the bike and are all three yellow? No, it just oh. worked out that... They had uh, this or fucking hot pastel pink were like 50% off. So I got two 40s and a 20 for like 50 bucks. And nice. usually these things go for like 50 bucks a piece. Nice. You want to hear a funny story? I know no. you do. I know you do. <laughs> uh, growing up as an electrician, construction trades. You Man. grew up as an electrician? Well, I'm not grown yet, but yeah. It just, man, you know, electrical cords, extension cords, they're not cheap. Mm-mm. I got Especially so for a good one. sick into, yeah, and, and we like the good ones, you know, but so sick. They always, whether it was intentional or unintentional, they always end up missing. So we tried an experiment around 2000 and just started buying pink expensive cords. And they stuck around a lot longer. Occasionally, they would still go missing, but for some reason, they just, nobody wanted to steal the pink cord. <laughs> hmm. Well, this is Sunflower. Sunflower. It, That's your new nickname for this ride. I'm going to put it, it on your Beamer. 
It doesn't match. You should get that on your license plate, son. Well, flower. These match the Beamer, but they won't match. Uh, uh, no. uh, but Well, you'll have to take the Beamer then. But we'll have 80 ounces of, or it's 1.18 liters. So we'll have like four liters of ice. By the end of the day, you know, it'll probably be not as, you know, all ice, but we'll have cold water. Yep. But it'll be like a backup water if we need it for something. You can never have too much water. In fact, yeah. with the, uh, I know this is a motorcycle we're talking about, trip planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, please don't take this as doomsday prepping, blah, blah. I've already heard that from my family. Uh, because I love y'all, we're motorcycle friends. Um, I would highly suggest just maybe go get a 55-gallon drum that holds water for your home. An awful lot of water. Yeah, they say a gallon a day for people to live. And um, I've just seen a, a lot of stuff happening. Prices rising, etc. I'm not trying to freak anyone out. I'm honestly saying it because I care. Water and food are a must. Yes. I found some used ones for like 20 bucks. Make sure they weren't used for like moonshine or something. Because that could be very bad. Yeah, or cow. Yeah. But uh, what yeah, you used well, to keep in this? Well, we used to keep the fertilizer from the cow fields. Yeah, that's where we put all the manure. <laughs> but I just say that, um, you know, it's something I was thinking of and doing this week. And when I got home, Squatch told me, by the way, I went to Costco today and they're limiting you to five jugs of water or something. It's all you can buy. Don't you guys have tap water? We do currently, but just saying, you can't live without water. And I can attest to that because I probably have heat stroke right now. I spent two days out in the sun. You didn't bring any water with you, did you? Well, I bought this really expensive water filter. Yeah, but there was no water to filter. There was some water to filter. There was some water to filter. What I didn't notice in the store, you know how dry bags on a motorcycle, you roll three times and it makes them waterproof? Yes. Well, the stupid freaking three liter water filter gravity thing i bought does the opposite you roll it three times to keep the water in there is no clothes on the top except roll it up and you've seen how i ride it's not gonna fly that thing's gonna come undone i don't care (laughs) so i ended up using my small sawyer squeeze that filters water very slowly yeah so i mean the good thing is i got to cool up in the river but for trip planning maybe get a small water filter as a backup or a second lighter or little itty bitty backup things for my plan is as we roll through these towns, I mean, ice is usually like a dollar. If we buy a bag of ice and depends if you say hi to the people in there, you might, they might let you fill it up at the fountain thing. Yeah. Depending on a dollar's not bad. I'm just saying like if they have a soft drink machine, they might just give you, if I can, right. But if you get bigger cubes, ice lasts longer than those little ones. The little ones melt quicker. So, like, fill these things up. I got two forty ounce and a twenty ounce full of ice. You hear that chap? He's got two forties. He's ready to party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they're full of ice, you know, we've got water that's not usable right now. But as the day goes on, you know, we can take an ice cube out and throw it in something to cool it off or whatever. You know, 
Well, to me, this sounds like a no-brainer because I remember talking with you and Dana about the humidity out there, and I just keep thinking about how much sweat I'm going to be losing. So oh. having water and cold things sound fabulous to me. Yes, and uh, I, I don't like warm water. So like if I've I, got... Yeah, I won't drink warm water unless I'm literally dying. Yeah, my thought is... Um, you know, the water bladder in my tank bag is probably going to be like the for campsite later that night or something like that. that. Yeah, they're great for cooking or whatever. Right. I mean, I have coffee, really, tea, whatever your poison is. Yeah, I haven't played with it all too much, but um, it's like just about the perfect amount for like cooking a little meal, maybe a tea or a coffee, you know. Right. But I figured if we had a couple of, uh, whatever water bottles and we got the ice we can cool them off and we'll be all right don't be surprised if one of those yellow ones ends up filled up with moonshine from hatfield mccoy area no i won't tell him i put it in there that way he can deny to the authorities that he knew it was there (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so uh planning what you're packing that's part of it what else Um, would you plan would you plan gas stops that's worth looking at Especially yeah, well, you should have you should have an idea of how long you can go or how far you can go. I'll have to gas. ask my wife. I quit keeping <clears> track. Say <laughs> <laughs> <they> not very. <laughs> Thirty seconds. <laughs> wow, I've improved. <laughs> <laughs> um, Usually, as soon as she says motorcycle, it's all over. On this trip, I'm not sure, like, with the gas stops and stuff like that, we're probably going to fill up almost every time we see one, you know, unless yeah, we just filled up. That's type pretty of much what Tim told me as a pro tip. On the BDRs, yeah. Yeah, on the BD, like, if you stop and see gas, just fill up, even if you got a half, three-quarter tank. And out here where I live, there are times you go 150 miles, you don't see. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to get about 200 on my tank, so... But so that's something I would plan, like at least knowing within a hundred miles, there'll be a gas station somewhere. Yeah. They, they did a good job of planning it out. And if there's some that are going to be closed, the BDR usually posts that. What else would you plan or have you been planning? We should say. I've been looking at camping because the camping has been so insane and, um, looking at, a lot of the camping along our route, there is some dispersed camping, but it's hard to find it kind of. I've been like looking at some of the apps, but um, some of the camping is no reservations allowed. And some of it is only reservations. reservations. Yeah. Reservations are, you know, a must. That's tough um, for backcountry type stuff making reservations because most of the time it goes to plan and you're there the night, right? That you say right. you're going to be, but if you have to deal with a flat tire or something, anything that can put you a night. Behind. Oh yeah. It can put you a flat tire can put you behind by a couple hours depending and on how easy it was to get if, the tire back on if you, or if you pay for a reservation and you don't make it, that sucks. Right. Then you're buying another reservation somewhere else. Right, but I mean, if we're going along and we know we're going to make where we're going because we're making time, if we know we can have reservations, 
I can call or one of us can call ahead and say, Hey, then we're guaranteed a spot. Whereas I have like, reservations of, I don't know. I just wanted to see your face when I said that. <laughs> I, I, I feel really like I should anything. be reserved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can call ahead and, the fuck's going on you got the cleaner over there taking out dead bodies what's going on here chappy it's not even fucking dark yet is that the fireworks yeah man squatch is bummed that's his this is his favorite holiday and he loves blowing shit up we have a good time when i was a kid we used to shoot bottle rockets at each other and we had we built pvc guns a pvc pipe and we'd drive down the road. People left their doors open back in the day when crime in Utah wasn't really a thing. We'd drive by and see if we could shoot them in the house. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, we were dicks. But what you want to know is you don't catch the bottle rocket if your buddy shoots it at you, okay? Right. It's not a happy ending. It's duck and cover. <laughs> you turn fire. <laughs> so... Reservations and camping, is that the hardest? Is that the hardest thing so far? Like So far the on the planning thing, um, like I, I've sat down and done out the route and tried to figure out where we would be, um, how to break it up. Like I know Amanda said like if she gets to her campsite at like 2 o'clock, she's going to want to keep going. Usually. Yeah, and, and I get that. But there's things Depends if along, it's 2 a.m. or p.m. when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's things along the backcountry discovery route that I'm sure we're, we're going to want to see and we're going to want to stop and film, stuff like that. Um, figure 25 miles an hour. I tried to think of if we were on the bikes for, say, six hours a day, how far we could make it and – Breaking it up like into two hundred miles. You're going too segments. far. You're going too far, Chappy. What? You're having too much fun thinking. Well, no, it's not I a was bad tr- thing. I'm not saying. No, that. I was thinking if you spent six hours on the bike, that gave you time to stop and see things, figuring out, trying to figure out how many miles you could do. Yeah. So we could fit because I've got X number of days to make. Mm-hmm this trip so trying to figure out how much time we could spend in different places and make it to you know and see what was available in the area for camping you know i mean maybe we do seven hours because yeah like one day we might have to and one day we might have to do five or yeah but like the whole like the campsite thing you know I'm sure we're going to get somewhere and they're not going to have any openings and you're going to pay up the ass for a KOA. I mean, I've seen like 50, 60, hundred dollars for a fucking tent site. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a tent site. I'm staying Holy in the hotel. Holy shit. Does that come with a blowjob? No. hundred dollars to set your tent up? Like you're building your own shelter. hundred bucks. I, I It's a hundred dollars for I the... Mean, I believe And it. I don't even know if that's per person or... Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, technically they can break it down while well, you're two vehicles, you know, two tents. Yeah. I found a lot. There's some good resources. Freecamping.com is awesome. If you type in yep. like the city, it will show you nearby like free camping, pay camping, reservation, permit, etc. That's good. 
Um, in a pinch, I found that a lot of um, either truck stops or truck rest stops along the highway will have an area back there. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of doing that. Mm-mm. I'm just saying I'd rather do that than pay a hundred dollars to set my tent up. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather stay at a hotel. Yeah. Staying at a truck stop to me is, uh, I'd r- to rather take my chances with the bears. Yeah. I mean, most truckers I've met have been pretty yeah, truckers, but the truckers aren't what I'm worried about. It's the, it's the lot lizards. Is that what you're scared of? I'm scared of them. Lizards. Whatever. I mean, that's what I just heard them called deviants. on YouTube. I, I'm just thinking lot deviants. lizards, but, um, and with KOAs also, or any national forest, usually there's pay campsites and you can find dispersed camping around like a KOA because the KOA tells you this area is like where people camp. So here out West, usually dispersed camping is going to be located just naturally by the KOA, not maybe. Right. Not right to the mile, but it lets you at least have an idea. Okay. This is a place you can set your tent up because there's campsites here, but yeah, I can see how that's tough. And from what I've done and when I've heard average 150 to 200 on a BDR per day is about average. Sometimes you can do way more, but it's not like the road. Like you can't. You're going at a slower speed. I mean, well, you're going on slower. the road. Sometimes it's more challenging. You're going to be doing five miles an hour. And sometimes yeah, you're going to see the straightaway that's like forever long and you're going to pin it and I'm going to be trying to catch up with you. <laughs> I think it's going to be the other way around. I'm riding a 250 or in a 700. Yeah, but just because I have the horsepower doesn't mean I always use it. Then we're about equal. I, I'm not in any rush. Although I did do 95 miles an hour on the highway on the way home today. That's different. It was crazy. But I was so hot, I was like, this wind feels good. I got to go. <laughs> Threw a little water on my, because I'm wearing that new Liat 5.5 body armor. Yeah. It was 95 degrees outside, and it says it's cooling. So I tested it. I threw some water on it. It did feel pretty darn good. Nice. So camping, what else? Um food um what else are you planning obviously you had to ask for time off work so we got to pick dates as part of the planning process it is um unless you're independently wealthy and you have all the time in the world or you're perpetually in travel because that's your job you have to figure out dates if you're independently Uh, wealthy bored um email chappy call or me yeah we'll leave you our email and uh Hell, we'll make videos for you. Maybe invite you along. We'll see. Yeah, What's Chappie, C-H-A-P-P-Y at throttledadventures.com. There you go. Send me your bank account information. We'll be happy to you never take know. our withdrawals. You never know. I <laughs> mean, last joking. year I was going on a one-night camp, and uh, oh, man. You never came home. Well, I, I never came home, but no, I, I had about Mentally. enough money, money for, yeah, definitely. And uh, when Brian, one of my buddies, sent me some gas money, and he said, get off your swing ass and keep riding. And so I did. So you never know. Somebody may email you 50 bucks for gas. Who knows? One terabyte? Wow. Plugs into the cool. bottom of the phone. You shitting me? I 
Remember that stick I was yeah, telling you yeah. about? Uh-huh. I can plug the memory memory card into the stick. This plugs into the stick, plugs into the bottom of the phone, and I can take everything off of the memory cards and put them on the son of a bit thumb make, drive. Make one for the for the uh, iPhone too. I think that's where we, I had a problem was trying to find it for the iPhone. They had one similar to yours, but I will look. But with the one terabyte. That is awesome. I've never seen a one terabyte thumb drive. That is freaking cool. Yes. So, uh, again, planning, um, trying to find a way, like we had talked about, at the end of the day, we're going to have all these memory cards. You need to be able to clean them off. Don't want to take a laptop with us. No. Uh, My friend Peza from the UK, he's got a YouTube channel. Down under? Oh, no, from the UK. Sorry. Not down under. (laughs) Peza uh, showed me that trick in one of his videos. Speaking of, hi Peza, and have you uh, have you heard from um, his buddy lately? Hippo drone drones? guy that I yeah hippo drones that I started asking drone questions and he told me I'm not a drone channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no the name the name I guess if I remember correctly, and I I apologize if I get this wrong. Um, he feels like a hippo type of thing, and he drones on, so that's how he came up oh, with the hippo drone. I was way which, off. I, I mean, I don't off. think he drones on. I, I no, I, can't I don't tell think you. so either. He, he rides a, a street track, you know, like the freaking GP style track, and talks to the camera while he's running around. It's like, holy fuck! How do you concentrate? How do you? How can you concentrate on the track and still? carry on a conversation with the damn camera <laughs> that, that's what that's where the drones comes in i guess gotcha well that's the first place i saw your camera actually well uh, he's when he the hooked up I the insta yeah. 360 on his bike and some seriously unsafe but very cool mounting options yes i tried the mount uh from behind me on the crf wasn't uh, thrilled with the whole mounting situation. That, I need that's to because he wasn't wearing look a into belt. that again. And no, no, the camera did not stay upright. It was. I have to look into it a little bit more. It's definitely something you got to play around with. Uh, yeah, about I just, food. Do we food. I mean, I'll um, be carrying food with me. Some yeah, at I least mean, uh, backup food. I'll have else. some. I think like depending on where we are and stuff like that, if we can, can you hear that really loud or not real loud, but I can hear it. Just sounds like you're living in the hood. Pop, 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 pop. I told you don't look at my woman that way. Pop, 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 pop. Damn Chappie. We got to get you out of the hood. I am. I am not in Chicago. I love the hockey team there. I don't necessarily want to go there. Because I do like my life. Well, I was going to ask you your top five things that you would say for trip planning, because you've been doing it for a little while now for this trip. Yeah, I, I've been planning like the things I'm bringing with me. Uh, food, I figure we're going through these little backcountry towns and stuff like that, maybe at lunchtime or something like that. If they were there at lunch, we grabbed something. If not, we can resupply. you know we'll have some yeah we'll have some stuff with us um hopefully we'll be able to grab something and bring it back to camp 
for, you know, supper or something and not have to eat Mountain House every night because we're going to be gone 13 days. That's a lot. Well, of- yeah. Plus, I've got a secret plan. Since we had this wonderful cook on our show a couple episodes ago, it always makes mm. these things like a freaking chef video in her camp videos. Yeah, well, you've made My some too. My secret is I've made some pretty good meals, but I'm going to figure one out. I got, I'm going to one up. Sorry, Amanda. I just, I just want to use a cutting board and cook on my firebox. Are you going to bring the firebox? Yeah, I just got, oh, I just got <laughs> sponsored. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, sort of, kind of. Supported, I guess we'll say. Hmm. Um, he sent me kind of a prototype. It's this titanium firebox, so it weighs half the other one. Oh, nice. And I used it this weekend. So cool. And that's the one that you cooked a steak on in the video, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. But See, so- now that that would be perfect. I mean, we can grab like a small thing of hamburg and maybe yeah. a couple of rolls, and we can have hamburgs and you know, it's like make I one mean, of it opens up a whole things. new world. Like I watched one of his videos, Firebox. It's going to be so much better for us on YouTube. Yeah, you can check it out. He took his family to Hawaii in this video, and they made um, shish kebabs on the beach. Damn. On the little firebox. I used mine last, this weekend, not necessarily to cook with, but I was alone the first night. It was just my little campfire. Like, it's just a little teeny contained. It was perfect. Didn't have to go to bed, drowning it with three gallons of water to put it out. Just a little contained. And it's great to cook with. So, yeah, fun stuff. I think it'll be great. Resupply food. Oh, you yeah. know? You must live in a rich neighborhood, my friend. That's a lot of money he spent on fireworks. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a fucking way shit's going. It's well, I, I can tell, I can see outside. They do it's it still like not they dark do it all there. the time. I know, but they do it all the time. It's not just the Fourth of July. It's just tonight's worse because they'll be doing that till fucking one o'clock in the morning. I want to go dump a gallon of water all over their shit. Light that now, motherfucker. Um, yeah, it's the top five things I would say you want to have a plan for camping, um, on how you're going to figure out where you're going to camp. Maybe, uh, around one o'clock you figured out how far you've made it, how far you're going to make it. Like with some of the things you want to see, I mean, if you're, you know, you're going through an area, I mean, you have to look up things that you want to see in the area, right? Like, cause you don't just roll through. You well, miss yeah, that's stuff that's, that you'll never go past. Again. Exactly. I did that in South Dakota, unfortunately. Right. So like, but, um, it's a good point. Like you want to plan what you want to see. Yeah. And, and you don't want to say like, Oh, I'm only going to spend a half an hour at that place. Yeah. It might smell like poop and you leave in two minutes or it could be so cool. You want to video and stuff for two hours. Right. So Hard like if say. you, if you say you, you plan like an hour and a half for a stop at an area like that, if you're done in a half an hour, you've got an hour that you can to spend somewhere else bank. or, yeah. you know, so like I've been, I did a lot of that figuring, you know, some of the things that I knew you were going to want to see, like I knew you wanted to see that, uh, the civil war site. It's, 
right there along the trail. And I think it's going to be close to day two or three stop. So we might be able to see it in the afternoon or the following morning, depending. And that's another thing too, depending, plan the time of day if you can, right? Because you don't want to get to your cool epic view of this wonderful canyon one of a lifetime view and you get there 9 p.m and you can't see shit (laughs) right that kind of shoots the whole purpose (laughs) absolutely so planning your camping that's good um yeah and i mean you have to be flexible because like amanda said you can roll up to the campsite that you really wanted to stay at and they're full there's no reservation so it's not like you could reserve ahead of time so Yeah. And a good point that you're alluding to is you said, make it around one o'clock that day, whatever. Planning where you're going to camp after you're already tired riding, even if it's still daylight, like if you're exhausted mentally or physically, that's not the time to try and be making your camping decision. Yeah. You don't want to be doing that around five o'clock because at five o'clock you're thinking I'm fucking hungry. Tim and I thought we had a spot and, uh, it was planned, you know, we thought this place was going to be good. We got there close to the time and it wasn't available and we had to ride an extra like two hours Oof. to get somewhere to stay. And we ended up renting a hotel. But like by the time we got to the first place we were going to stay, I was exhausted. It was towards the end of our trip and like it's not always that way. Sometimes you can go 15 minutes and stay somewhere else. But think about right. that. Do you want to be driving an extra two hours when you can barely hold your eyes open? It's not not a safe thing to do. It doesn't look like we're going to have... When I was figuring out how far we could make it each day without extending us too far, it doesn't look like in the Virginia area that we're going to be in areas where there's going to be a lot of options. And of course, not everything shows up on Google. Right. Um, so I have to take Google and compare it to uh, freecamping.com and compare it to dirt, compare it to you what know, about all these. the uh, MABDR Facebook group? I that as well. That. I mean, I'm but slow, there's, but I just there's, there's some of the campsites, you know, they're not on the path, they're off the path. So you have to drive away from where you're going to go yeah. find out whether or not they have camping. Yeah, just, like sometimes you can ask a question to somebody on there and they'll say, oh, there's a real cool spot right here. Right. And I mean, like you were saying, we don't want to extend too far. So like if we come across something, I mean, I don't want to stop at two o'clock, but, you know, if we right. come across something at four then and it's like, wow, probably. this place looks awesome. You know, maybe we go in and set up camp yeah. and find out where the nearest town is. And one of us runs to town and grabs something for dinner. Yeah. That sort of thing, you know, there has to be some flexibility along with your plan. Because if you plan every second of every minute, you're a going to be behind really quick, which makes (laughs) it you're not going to have fun or you're not going to have fun because you're so stressed out trying to make all these from 834 to 837. I'm going to brush my teeth from 837 to 839. I'm going to take a shit. The first time on Chappie says, I've got two minutes to brush my teeth. I'm turning the bike around. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I can't do it. (laughs) Funny shit. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it it is good to plan. It's good to be flexible. No, I think we, you know, I think 
we are going to be extremely compatible because like you said, when you're out in the nature and stuff like that, we both kind of get up around the six o'clock thing. I usually get up earlier than that. So six o'clock is usually like I've laid around long enough that I got to start getting moving. And then I like to have a coffee or two. I mean, like I said, six to nine, that's three hours, three hours hanging around camp in the morning. That's plenty. Yeah. And yeah, we should be ready to at least start packing up by nine o'clock. You know, at the worst, you know. If we can get out of camp every day by 10 o'clock every day, that's awesome. I'm not saying we can't do nine or eight sometimes. Right. But also during that coffee time and lounge time, whatever, you can be, we can be looking over the route and talking about, you know, we want to see this. Right. Or, hey, my phone just told me that uh, we're in for some thunderstorms. You yeah, know, you have those conversations while you're having your coffee, preferably after then, the first cup, so that it's coherent. <laughs> right, right, right. So camping, but yeah, miles, camping, what else? miles. Uh, your route. I mean, if you're not following a BDR, you're gonna plan some kind of a route. Um, I, I don't know if you heard or was aware, but uh, Whitmeza just. Did 48 states in 10 days. Yeah, I did see that. On her brand new Harley Davidson Pan America. Good. Did uh, see that. Harley, Harley should give her that bike for all the publicity they just she just gave them. Maybe they did. Um, we did, as Throttled Adventures, we did float her uh, a tank of gas or a little more than a tank of gas, depending on where she bought her gas. Uh, yeah, it depends where you're at. Hollywood was yeah. telling me it's five bucks a gallon in California right now. Oh, God. But we floated her uh, some gas money uh, to help support her trip. Awesome. Got to support the dreams, man. Yeah, so like she did all her stuff on the road, but she planned a route, you know, because she was had a goal. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that, uh, Instagram, uh, Whit Mesa, W-H-I-T, if I'm not mistaken you better be right yeah, else you sent money to the wrong person <laughs> no i got it to the right person <laughs> like what tank of gas i really could have used that if you spelled my fucking name right we'd have had it <laughs> yeah it's w-h-i-t-m-e-z-a with meza you know i love seeing people following their dreams and making it happen it's just it's cool it's inspiring to me and other people i think yeah she hit the f- 48, 48 lowers. Yeah. They say lowers, but I mean, yeah, why is why is lower than well, she depends. hit the 48? If you flip the you know. globe upside down, it's not lower. Mm-hmm. You know it's, what I meant when I said lower. Then Alaska's so they, they lower. Call it, they call it I know, but it's lower. bullshit. <laughs> we used to be 13 colonies, too. And we I know, but the they time. used to say continental, but they can't do that anymore. They no, just, because there's a divide. Say, Taxi would be a fun ride. Anyway, the point I was making was she had to plan her route yes. in order to make her goal. So if you're if you're going on a trip without any thought of where you're going, you might not get where you need to go in a certain amount of time. So you have to have some sort of plan. Which can be okay. Yeah, you it's don't not have for to exactly that, follow that every turn saying, by turn. But. That trip you just said is not for everyone. Could be for some people. Oh, fucking hell no. Say. She rode... She rode like freaking 15 hours in a day. I mean, I couldn't if you do leave that. without any plan, 
just take off. Oh, yeah. You're not going to make all 48 states in 10 days. She just barely made it. I yeah. Mean, but if you have no idea where you're it. going and just leave, that sounds glorious to me. But you're going to need money and time off work and a certain personality I, because some people could not do that. I could do that. I can roam. I could roam around Colorado for two months if I had the money. Somebody kicks me enough freaking Ko-Fi right now. See, I'll just go there, ride around Colorado know, like a bum. <laughs> there you go. You, you have to have the money. But yes, so. and the time and and kind right. of the personality because some people are very, and there's nothing wrong with it. Some people are very driven that I need to get through this state and to the next state. Like that, that makes them happy, just that, right? So there's a wide I spectrum. Know. I get happy making it through the states and seeing the states. And like you seem the same. If I'm going to go for a ride today, I go out with no intention of where or what, I'm, you know. I for just, a day ride. Yeah, but I'm coming home. Yeah. You know, I ride for so long and then I sort of turn around and come home. And There's no fun. plan there. Kind of explore. It's like a time plan. You know, I'm going to ride for this long and uh, I should probably start heading home, you know. But you don't leave start with a checklist away. of I have to... Other than not get un- back. <laughs> not unless we're there's something we want to do. Like if we wanted to go a specific place for lunch. Like if we wanted to go down to Connecticut to a place we know of and have lunch down there. Yeah. I might plan to go down a certain way and come back a different way. But Mix it up for the most bit. part, yeah, for the most part, you know, just so we make it there for lunch or whatever. Yeah. And when you throw a wife or significant other or whatever into the picture... Sometimes I'm thinking planning a little more is good. <laughs> yeah. Cause... I could not take my wife on the Colorado trip. I just told you where I would just roam around and go wherever my heart told me. Oh, she would not be having that. That would not be fun to her at all. There would be no checking off of the box and that would not fulfill her happiness level. So, well, I mean, because if she doesn't know where she's going, it's, you know, I, I can understand that because it's all new, but you got to know who you're, you know, Right. And compromise. I'm just saying yes. sometimes checking off a box makes people feel good. Even me. Right. Okay. So we've got your stuff you're taking with you. You got to make sure you got to prepare that. You want to prepare probably a route, depending where you're going to stay, camping type of thing. Uh, but you, of course, all of these have to be somewhat flexible as well. Uh, that food. doesn't mean don't do them. Just be flexible. <laughs> Right, your food, not an excuse. Food and in your food will include the water, so you know food and water. We're covered. Um, we got forties and twenties and tank baggies. Yeah, and I don't know what else. Um, I well, would gas say, stops. I guess would be the fifth one because we. That's a good one. We kind of touched on that one on a longer motorcycle trip. I would say a bonus would be. Throw one, maybe even a half day or a full day, depending on your situation. But 12 hours or so of slash recovery time or maintenance time, you know, unexpected. Holy hell, that was a long, hot day or a long, wet day. You need to recover an extra hour. Right. Hopefully you don't use that. You don't need to. But Well, if you don't extend your days too far. Um, generally, like you can keep your- that in check, but. It's good to have... If you're going to ride, like you said, Johnny Mac and John and Johnny um, up at 7, ride till 9, that, I mean, you're going to be whooped. And after yeah. a couple of days... 
Yeah. Yeah, you are going to need some recharge. And um, going on a trip, I don't know if everybody else is the same way, but like I get so amped up and so excited. I guess the adrenaline takes over, and I kind of overestimate sometimes what I can do because I'm so excited. And what I say build in a little recovery time is because if you're extending this a week or 10 days, eventually that adrenaline wears off and reality sets in sometimes. And you're like, holy cow, I can't swing my leg over this bike right now. Yeah. Well, our not f- always. Our first day is going to be like 135 miles because of where we're figuring on staying that first night, whether it's a dirty dancing hotel or we camp. So in the first day, being a shorter day, we're talking, it's like five hours on, on bike. So that shouldn't be too bad. You yeah. know, we get going at 10, by 3 o'clock, we could be there. You know, you figure in your breaks, we're talking five, six. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah, it's good to keep the first day kind of shorter. Pro tip from the BDR people and just my experience and others. The first day of a long trip is usually where shit goes real south, like... If you watch the BDR videos, that's usually where one of the people gets hurt ends up going home the first day. I don't know why. I don't know if it's an unwritten rule or it's the adrenaline or uh, I don't could know be the... what it is to that. But it seems like on the first day, just kind of take a breath a little. Enjoy it, but settle in. Yeah, they're not quite uh, in bike mode yet, maybe. And that that's part of it, too, yeah. I think part of it's we're kind of like wild stallions and we're caged. And then all of a sudden we see that freedom and we're like full blast. Holy yeah, well, I was just going to say, my bike, baby, here we go. It could be the large group uh, drawing yeah. some attention away. Yeah. Just be careful because you don't want the first day to be the end of your trip. And neither do any of your riding buddies, right? I mean, it affects everybody. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, but don't go don't go balls to the wall day one. Save some in the tank for day two and three. Absolutely. Is that the finale? That's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They like, keep doing how it much over fucking and over. money these guys spend on fireworks? Holy shit. They could know. have a militia, it sounds like. <laughs> I think I'm all planned out. Yeah, so we got our Five quick tips on planning. Uh, What our listeners should plan to do is head on over to throttledadventures.com, click on the resources tab, and slide on down towards the bottom and click on that Discord button. Come join the Discord server. Cody's in there. I'm in there. We've got some of the listeners in there already having conversations about motorcycles and somebody was talking about Zen and motorcycle maintenance. Yeah. The book, I thought he was joking around kind of said like, well, I don't think I can make it too far into that book. And then I saw somebody mentioned that it's actually a book about uh, relaxing and how to. It's interesting. I had never heard of the book. I saw somebody said, cause I, I didn't have service all weekend, but I just checked before we hopped on. Somebody said they were in chapter 22 of that book. Holy freak, that's a long book. But, I mean, it it piqued my interest. I had never heard of that book. That's why I said, like, I don't think I could make it that far in a book about maintenance. Do they have audio? Yes. Uh, Yes, because 
evidently both of the people that were talking about that are doing like the audio version. Ah, so I just retain it better that way myself. Yeah, I, I'm a quick reader, so I usually read. I can read quicker. But um, anyway, head on over to the website. Click on the Discord link. Um, you can get Discord on your computer. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your tablet. You can get it tattooed on your us. ass if you want to, but that ain't going to get you in our group. Come join us over on Discord. There's a place where you can leave what-if questions. You can leave suggestions for podcasts. You can leave questions for Cody and I that we can actually answer on the air. If you have questions about certain things, about us, about motorcycles, about whatever. Things that you're interested in or you have just a, a general interest in. Check it out. Yeah, and while you're over there, the Mototonic and Motocamp Nerd are also there. If you use these links and you use the code THROTTLED, A-D-V, T-H-R-O-T-T-L-E-D, A-D-V, L-D-D, what the fuck are you doing? Sorry, I was trying to be that guy like for the car crashing commercials. Monday, Monday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. If throttled you go ADV. to the yes, use the code throttled ADV. You can save money, money, money. Websites. You can save twenty percent over on Mototomic, and you can save ten percent at Motocamp Nerd. Throttled ADV can save yes. you money, money, money. And by money, the way, money, money. Oh yeah, money, money. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Dan, would be happy to know. Maybe I don't know if it'll make you happy or not, but uh, just about probably to go full time with the uh, orange bag on the back of the bike. Nice. My uh, duffel that I I made a video about my secret Moscow setup. Yes, which is really cool. But uh, I have put the Moscow bags through living hell, and they are starting to show it. Plus, I really like the orange bag. It's, yeah. It is really cool. The only reason I kept using the Moscow for a little bit longer, Dan, I'm sorry, is because there was a spot for my fishing pole up on top, specific for the fishing pole. But uh, the orange is cooler. And my daughter found uh, Squatch's... Uh, duffel bag and the small is it 10 liters the monatomic does yes she has found multiple uses for these bags she loves them yeah she doesn't have a motorcycle but she loves the freaking bags like you can carry all sorts it's of a, shit in them it's a waterproof bag yeah we were camping and my daughter's like these bags are so cool <laughs> it was just kind of cool and unexpected because I mean I expect it from motorcycle people anyway Right. Check out Dan. Check out the Moto Camp Nerd Man. Join yes. Discord. Plan your trip, but don't spend so much time planning that you don't go on your trip. Right. Absolutely. Stay safe. Don't go to Chappie's neighborhood. Sounds like there's a lot of gunfire oh, out there. Jesus oh my god! Christ. It's not gunfire. It's fireworks. Uh, I think I'll just meet you in Virginia. I'm fucking worried about this shit. I don't have enough body armor to cover me and the bike. Anyway, plan your trip. Have fun. Stay safe. Absolutely. We covered everything, right? I think so. I think it's about time for me to go barbecue. All right. So thank you for joining us in this 33rd episode. 
Holy sheep shit. We will uh, talk to you all next week. Or this week. Be safe. If you go to Discord, yeah. we'll say hi. Yeah, absolutely. Come I on figured out Discord. how to wave, so I might wave. <laughs> I'm still learning the Discord. Be patient with me, people. It's and, a new, uh, and I'm an old yeah, dog. If, and when you type something in, remember it doesn't like tell everybody that you know somebody left a message, so you got to... Oh. Give it time. Okay. Yeah. Unless, unless they actually tag you, you know, if you want to get somebody's attention and it's like something you need an answer to, like now, you have to type at Cody. Aha. Then you'll get I'm a thing. I'm familiar with that because we have to do that sometimes on Insta. Yes. But um, it is cool seeing people though, like say hi and being able to say hi back. And people have posted absolutely. bike pictures. I'm loving those. So if you yes. haven't, or even if you have, post more. I love it. Yes, there's a section for you to leave a picture of your bike. Come on in and leave us a picture of your bike. We want to see it. Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. Thank you all. And until next week. Wear your eargasms if you go over to Chappie's house. Brap. Into your adventure, baby. Fuel the passion.